Welcome to The Christian Working Woman with Mary Lohman. I'm Julie Bastide, and today, Mary completes her thoughts on how to turn wishes into goals and get some things done you've always wanted to do. Yeah, that's right, Julie. You know, people often ask me how I started this radio ministry. Well, as I look back at it, it began when I took a wish, a dream, which became a goal, and God did the rest. Hmm. I think many would like to hear that story. Well, it began, what, over 37 years ago as a dream in my mind. I felt there needed to be something on Christian radio addressing the issues faced in the workplace by women like me. So my dream became a long-term prayer, asking God to open a door if this was His will. And finally, on the way to work one day after I'd prayed again about it, I thought, I wonder how you start a radio program. And then my dream, which had become a prayer, became a goal. That very day, I began to investigate the world of radio. God miraculously opened a door, and we began broadcasting about four months later on one station in Chicago. And now we've expanded way beyond my dreams, as we're heard on many stations now, and God's still growing our outreach in many ways. But you know, it all began with a dream or a desire covered in prayer, which was turned into a goal. And once I had that goal, and I knew it was God's goal, then I started doing what was necessary to turn it into a reality. Hmm. Well, please give us some practical advice on how we can turn our dreams into goals. What are the dreams you've been carrying around with you for a long time? What are the ideas and wishes that are still nuggets in the back of your mind? Would you like to see some of them become a reality to the glory of God? You know, there are many good dreamers in the world who never get to the doing part. Jesus said that the blessing comes when we do what we know we should do. So if we only dream and wish and hope and we never take steps to turn those dreams into goals and make them happen, then obviously we're going to miss out on the blessing. And when you miss the blessing, you miss the joy and excitement and fulfillment that God has for you. I think there are many people who feel that life is just one day after another, the same old, same old, and they don't really enjoy living very much because they've never stepped out and by faith reached for some of their dreams and worked to reach a goal. I can see how life would be pretty dull if there was never anything to reach for. Why do people wish and dream but never make it happen? Maybe because they're reactive instead of proactive. We talked about that last week. A reactive person is one who allows others and circumstances to dictate what happens to them. They make victims of themselves and then claim it's not their fault. A proactive person is one who looks down the road, sets a goal, and instead of looking for excuses not to pursue that goal, that person refuses to be sidetracked and he or she heads for the goal they've set. Proactive people don't wait for life to dish out their destiny. They determine where they want to go, where God wants them to go, of course, and do the things that are necessary to get there. If you missed my thoughts last week, I urge you to find it on our website and read it because there's other good information there that may be helpful to you about becoming a goal-oriented person. Now, let me hasten to add that as believers— Our goals should be ordained by God. We should be going for the things that bring honor to Jesus. Our goals should bring glory to God, not to ourselves, and should not be selfish goals. 
We need eternally significant goals to set our hearts on doing the things that will make a difference. Those goals can range from the simple everyday things of our lives to life-changing pursuits. For example, you may need to set a goal to become a better communicator, listening better, choosing words more carefully, being truly attentive to others, so forth. You don't need to pray about whether to do that or not. It's a great goal, and it will glorify Jesus. But let me tell you, becoming a better communicator will not happen unless you determine to set a goal and pursue it. So whether your goal is to change a bad habit or improve your skills in some way, or a goal to start your own business, or go to the mission field, or whatever, you need a plan and a method that will help you turn that dream, that wish, into a specific goal with practical steps to take that will get you there. So today I want to offer some suggestions. Begin with a personal mission statement, a center that governs everything you do throughout your life. You might want to begin this process by writing this personal mission statement. It would be a good overall plan to act as a governing center in your life to guide your decisions and your motivations really throughout your life. Not long after my ministry began, the board of directors developed this mission statement for the Christian working woman. The Christian working woman exists to equip and encourage Christians in the workplace, primarily women, to know and love Christ more and to live as Christ would by applying biblical principles and utilizing their gifts and abilities to build his kingdom. From that came our vision as to how we would fulfill our mission and specific goals for the near and distant future. You know, when you're confronted with new opportunities, you need to check it out with the mission statement and ask yourself, does this further our mission? This keeps you rooted and grounded to stay on track and not be tempted to try to do too much or try to be all things to all people or forget who you are and why you're doing what you're doing. Many organizations have developed these mission statements and found it's made a big difference in keeping them on course and avoiding bad decisions. So why not use that idea for each of our lives as individuals? It's not something you write overnight. It takes introspection, careful analysis, thoughtful expression, often many rewrites to produce it in a final form, and indeed it may be revised at points. But this mission statement should set the basic values for your life that you are committed to and on which you are not willing to compromise. The biggest benefit of taking time to write a personal mission statement is that it will force you to do some careful thinking and praying about where you are and where you're headed. Often we just go through our days, you know, one after another without really giving much thought to the big picture. With a personal mission statement, you can remind yourself when you face decisions to make sure that you are spending your time, your resources, and your energy on things that will contribute to the fulfillment of that mission that you have written down. Now, obviously, as Christians, this mission statement has to be in line with God's Word and His explicit will as we learn it through the Bible. Our priorities are dictated to us by the Spirit of God and the Word of God, so we must seek first His will to write that mission statement that He has for us. Here are some scripture verses that could govern your mission statement. Matthew 6.33, Seek first His kingdom and His righteousness, 
And all these things will be given to you as well. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him. He will make your path straight. And then Proverbs 16, verse 3, commit to the Lord whatever you do, and your plans will succeed. And then establish practical ways to turn your wishes into goals. I've often suggested things you could do that would help you turn the wish to be more like Jesus into a goal, and that's a goal every Christ follower should have. For instance, I've encouraged you to put on the inner garments of Colossians 3 on a daily basis, to set specific guidelines for your thought life, and practice bringing your thoughts into captivity, to establish a time each day that you spend getting to know God, and and many more. Those are just ideas to help you turn from a wisher into a doer. I want to encourage you to get serious about turning some of your dreams and wishes into goals, and to begin by putting them in writing. That's a good first step. In fact, I've developed a form that is available to you on our website that could help you make this first step. You begin by identifying one thing you want to achieve, one thing you want to improve in your life or on your job or in your relationships, whatever, and write it down. And then ask yourself, did I write a wish or a goal? A goal would be, in order to be more organized, I'm going to start using a to-do list, or I'm going to start using my smartphone, whatever it is. You have a goal, something specific to do. Whereas a wish would be, I am going to get more organized, (laughs) but there it stops, right? So until it becomes specific with a time schedule, it is still in the wish category. Now, once you've written it down and gotten it into the form of a goal, ask yourself, how badly do I want this? If you're not really committed to achieving that goal, it probably won't happen. Jesus said we find God when we search for him with our whole heart. Lots of people would like to know God better, but few are willing to put out the time and effort required to search for him with the whole heart. So as you look at your goal, you have to be certain you're truly committed to it. Then in order to achieve that goal, make sure you bite off small pieces at a time. For example, if you've never established a daily time with God, don't try to start with an hour a day. (laughs) Start with 20 or 30 minutes. Get that firmly established. Then increase it in 10-minute increments a week at a time. Sometimes we discourage ourselves because we see the job before us as so large that it looks like we'll never make it. But if you take the large goal and turn it into a series of small ones that don't look impossible, pretty soon you'll find you've achieved your goal. And lastly, I would encourage you to establish accountability for yourself in these goals that you set. Ask someone to check up on you. Believe me, accountability is very important. So let's repeat those steps that will help us turn wishes and dreams into goals. First, take a piece of paper or sit down at your computer and write a specific goal you want to reach. Now, it's got to be specific, and you need to give it a time frame. And then break that goal into small pieces, each with a time frame. For example, if you want to, I don't know, clean up your files, break that big job into smaller pieces like one file drawer at a time. Or you can break it into smaller time pieces, one hour a day. Every time I've started to write a book, I felt overwhelmed. I will tell you that I cannot write a book. 
but I can write a chapter. So if I set schedule, and I've done this with every book I've written, I've set a time frame and a schedule for each chapter. And when I look at that schedule, I think, oh, I could write that chapter in that time frame. But if you tell me I have to write a book, I would be, oh, I'll never get there. So it's really important that you break your dream and your desire into small pieces and do one piece at a time. And then establish some accountability. Tell somebody what you're working at and perhaps ask someone to check up on you. Or maybe it's a goal you share with someone and you can work on it together. That's always helpful and very motivating to have someone in it with you. Then, as the commercial tells us, just uh, do it. (laughs) Paul wrote to the Corinthians, So we make it our goal to please him, the Lord, whether we are at home in the body or away from it. And to the Philippians he wrote, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. Paul had a goal, and he set his heart to do it. And by God's power, he achieved it. We need goals, too. Thanks, Mary. You can find the goal form on our website at christianworkingwoman.org. You can also find both parts of this message on our website to either re-listen to, read, or share with a friend. Our next Zoom get-together is May 13th, and our special speaker is a good friend of our ministry, Damaris Carbaugh. Her topic will be how not to complain. To join us, visit the events page on our website at christianworkingwoman.org to register for this get-together. And as we near the summer months, make sure you're staying in touch with us while you're on the go. Connect with us on social media. The Christian Working Woman provides biblical and inspirational messages directly to your social media feeds. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook. We look forward to connecting with you there. Well, I'm Julie Bustee for Mary Lohman. Thanks for joining us this week for The Christian Working Woman.